Welcome to this episode of Laughing Without Liquor, a woman's guide to living it up without the booze. Join your long-term recovery hosts, Lane Kennedy and Tamar Medford, as they have insightful conversations with others on an alcohol-free journey. We're glad you're here. Now let's dive into this episode. Time to spray. I love it. I'm still doing it. How many consecutive episodes do you think we've sprayed for? I know I've missed a at least a hundred. No, at least a hundred. Right. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. Whoop, whoop. And we are hanging out with you. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is officially, what is this? This is episode one. Uh, officially. Of laughing without liquor. Laughing without liquor. I, 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 I'd like to hear if you guys like the new intro because I, I thought it, I, it was pretty cool. So good. Right? So good. I think I have a feeling that Lane is going to be singing a little bit more. No way. On this show. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to happen. We have been on other episodes, on other podcasts mm-hmm. uh, a lot mm-hmm. recently. And I would say half of them you have busted out in a song. I, I guess maybe I have. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> I don't know. We're laughing, though. I'm always laughing. I like yeah. to laugh. I like to have this lightness, you know? I like to feel good. Maybe I'm addicted to feeling good. Yes. Yeah. I want to feel good all the time. I'm a joy junkie. A joy junkie? Yeah, baby. Joy <laughs> junkie. Raise your hand if you're a joy junkie. <laughs> oh, God. So welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for, you know, being on the journey. One of the greatest things about podcasts, tomorrow is that, you know, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. Right? We just get to, we just get to hit play and record. <laughs> and uh, it's been really, it's been an amazing year. And now we're on to this next fun adventure, Laughing Without Liquor, which I think will serve our listener mm-hmm. a little more deeply, I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I think it will because there's so many women that are struggling in silence right now, oh, you know, God. whether you're a mom that, you know, you, you're doing everything for your kids and you reach for that bottle of wine mm-hmm. to cope, mm-hmm. um, you know, or maybe it goes deeper than that for you. And it's something that you just, you don't know why you keep doing it, yeah. you know, but the thought of giving up the alcohol and living an alcohol-free life scares you. And you think I'm never going to have any fun anymore because I know that's what I thought, <laughs> even though I really wasn't having fun when I stopped. I remember everything I do today. I have more fun. Mm-hmm. I've developed deeper, more intimate friendships and relationships in my life. It's been wonderful. And, you know, there's our other listeners who are currently in recovery. Yes. And they're at that place of like, forget it. This is the same old stinky poop every day. (laughs) And my friend laughing without liquor is here for you too. Mm -hmm. I I mean, yeah. Yeah. I remember at one point, one of my mentors had said, are you bored tomorrow? And I said, yeah, Yeah. I am bored. And she said, stop being boring. And that was, (laughs) that was like a slap, a friendly slap across the face. Cause I was like, I'm not boring. And so I feel like I've been on a mission now. 
yeah. to prove to myself that my life is not boring. And I can say yeah. it's not boring. Yeah. No, it's not boring. <laughs> Far from boring. No. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't laughed in a while, I hope you find some laughter today or you kind of put a smile on your face or you just giggle inside. Uh, we're talking about why we turn to alcohol, right? Why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the consequences or how we got there? Yeah. Yeah, we are definitely. And this is, I mean, this is such a big topic. We can probably yeah. talk for hours, but we're, we're not, uh, we're just going to mm -hmm. kind of, mm -hmm. you know, we can talk for our own personal experience, but I think it really comes down to coping. Uh, some of the things that for me personally, I didn't want to look at in my life. I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I never fit in. I felt like I wasn't funny enough. And when I drank, it lowered my inhibitions. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was a part of, even though that was very false, you know, and I, I made an ass of myself over and over and over again. But when I didn't want to look at the emotions that I was feeling, because I grew up in a very suck it up, buttercup kind of world mm -hmm. mentality, mm -hmm. that was the way, that was my solution, yeah. right? If I don't like how I'm feeling, guess what? I'm going to grab that glass of wine. I'm going to, you know, grab that bottle of vodka and everything is better until it, well, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And we can, we can talk from, I think our, our profession yeah. as well, like yeah. our experience as being coaches and practitioners in, in the field. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for myself, you know, I, I drank because I wanted to fit in. Um, I know a lot of my clients, uh, you know, they start out really young. Yeah. And they don't even know what they're doing. And before they know it, they're absolutely a hundred percent caught in that addictive loop. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I have, I've had other clients who, you know, live this perfect, great life, like nothing was happening. And then when their kids graduated, they're like, oh, what am I going to do with my time now? Mm -hmm. And they started drinking. It's like, we all find our way to alcohol very <laughs> differently. Right. Like yes. mine was sneaking Bacardi, which I can't even believe my first drink was Bacardi. Oh, makes my stomach turn sneaking it. Ugh. I don't even want to talk about my first drink. Cause oh, I, God. I always took it too far. Remember, I don't know if you had, um, Tropicui or Rockaberry Canada coolers. Did oh, you have God. those? No, that doesn't even sound right. Oh, it, it is wrong. It's very wrong. It came in these big two liters. I'm Canadian. Keep in mind. So okay. big bottles, you know, yeah, that you'd get yeah. pop in yeah. or soda, whatever, you know, oh, we uh -huh. speak American and Canadian on the show and every other language probably, but <laughs> I drank a whole bottle of that. Let me tell mm. you. Yeah. Mm -mm. <sighs> no, I, there are certain things mm -hmm. because of my drinking that I cannot have anymore. Like, you know, those cinnamon hearts. Oh yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Fireball ruined that one. No. <laughs> Peaches. No. Nope. Peach coolers ruined that one. Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. It is wrong. But I think it, you know, I always looked at it cause it's very glamorized that world mm -hmm. of drinking, you know, going to Vegas, being around the pool, and that's really not the reality for any of no. you that take it to the extreme that we do. But I think that, you know, it's when people get bored, it's like, oh, yeah. let's do that. Let's drink because this is going to make it more fun. Right. I, I think there's also, you know, people drink because they're hungry. Yes. Right. They, they just drink because they're, they're sitting down and oh, there's some chips and oh, let's just get a margarita. Right. So 
I think being hungry, being angry, being lonely, being tired, right? I know when I'm tired, I definitely want to dig into something that's not great for me. Yeah. You know, I'm 26 years without drinking. So now for me, it's, I can go into really dark places really quick. You know that tomorrow I've called you on those dark days. (laughs) Yes. And so can I. Yes. Yes. But it's like hormone fluctuation. Oh yeah. Not looking forward to that one. (laughs) Right. Um, you know, Adrian like freaked out yesterday and then I had some guilt around that uh, guilt around my behavior, my reaction. And you know what that did? That sent me into the refrigerator. I have this really delicious uh, chocolate uh, yogurt that I eat. Mm-hmm. And it's really special. Uh, but that kind of guilt, boom, right into the chocolate yogurt. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's not about like drinking per se. It's about these other behaviors that I turn to, to soothe me in some weird way. Yeah. I almost did that with a Frappuccino the other day. I mean, I was angry and I'm like, you know what? I've been eating good all week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and get a Frappuccino at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And so I got in the car, Mm -hmm. drove to Starbucks. And I believe this is, you know, we talk about G-O-D, higher power, um, spirit of the universe, whatever your jam is. And I pulled in and she's like, oh yeah, the Frappuccino machine is broken. And I'm just like, really? Because I was going Mm -hmm. to self-soothe. Yeah. And I'm glad that the universe has my back Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. that day it didn't happen. Right. (laughs) So I I think there's just so many reasons why we turn to these things, right? Mm -hmm. And, And if you're already in recovery, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, who am I sleeping next to? I mean, that can cause me to go down and like get into like, I don't even know, like coffee. Yeah. I don't drink coffee anymore, but that'll, that'll be one of my things that because I'm sad or I don't feel free in -hmm. my relationship or I feel stuck in my Mm -hmm. life. And instead of turning to, you know, a bottle of wine, I'm turning to something else. Yeah. Where, you know, 26 years ago, I was drinking vodka straight up, like just pour the bottle, take it out of the freezer and get me going. Yeah. Oh. And, and I think, you know, when it comes to alcohol, I know I, I, I was talking to a friend recently that had mm. a, uh, a work function, right? And mm. most of the people there were not alcoholics, um, but it got so out of hand so quickly because most of them are stressed out about their job. Mm -hmm. They're stressed out about their relationship. And so they go out for one night and let loose and you know, the alcohol comes into play. All of a sudden people are smoking weed or they're going to the back and you know, cocaine is apparently coming back in, in style. Um, but it just, you know, and then that just has such a consequence after. Whereas, you know, when I look back to the times I did that, I don't remember the end of the evening. So that was always very disturbing because mm-hmm. I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh my God, who do I have to apologize to now? Mm-hmm. My husband is probably, ex-husband now is probably super pissed off at me, which he was, mm-hmm. um, right? But who do I have to say sorry to? And today, 
like having a, uh, you know, a games night where nobody is having alcohol. Yeah. I mean, you've got tears going down your face. The conversation you're having is real. And the best part about it is you wake up feeling good yes. and your stomach hurts because you were laughing so hard. Right. Which I'm sure burns calories. So I'm just trying to throw in a double win. <laughs> right. So you're not consuming those calories in the form of alcohol, but you're expending them in the form of laughter. That's so good. How was that? Yeah, that was really good. We need to laugh more and have more fun. So, you know, for our listener who's like, but Lane and Tamar, that sounds really good. How do I get there? Like, what do I do? What's my first step? You know, I have two kids and I'm trapped by them <laughs> and my husband doesn't do anything. And you know what? I want, I want that bottle. I want that Frappuccino. I, what, what does she do tomorrow? I would say ask for help. Yeah, boom. That's a big one. Let's just start there. Right? We need to mm -hmm. remove the stigma of all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's everybody struggles in their own way. We all yeah. have our own personal struggles, but we have to be, we have to get ourselves to that point where we say, I'm not okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't like the way, you know, I had a, a listener a couple of years ago hear my interview on another podcast and she said, you know, I don't think I'm an alcoholic but I want to stop drinking for the reasons I'm drinking. Like, can yeah. you help me? Yeah. And she said there was such freedom in just saying like, I need some help here yeah. because I think you're inviting a community. Reach out to us. Yeah. Say, hey, you know what? I'm struggling right now. I need your help. Right. Well, so asking for help, 100%, making yeah. sure that if you have the two kids and the two fur babies and the husband that's not doing anything or a partner that's just sitting there going, okay, what's for dinner? <laughs> um, call a friend. Yeah. Right. Call a friend and say, can you come watch the kids? I need to do this. So I guess that's kind of the same as calling for help, but be really transparent about it. Maybe, you know, mm -hmm. um, join that support group. I know there's a ton of different support groups reading. I like, I like to read Quitlet. Yes. Right. So I can identify. I mean, that's why I do 12 step meetings. Mm -hmm. So I can identify with the, uh, the problem and the solution. I can hear like, oh my God, she hasn't had a drink and her husband was just locked up. Mm -hmm. Wow. How, my life is fine. I only have two kids that are screaming, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. Uh, what else can, what else can she do? So she's asking for help. Uh, she's reading some books. She's maybe going to a 12 step group or smart recovery. What else can she do? Journal. Oh, <gasps> journal. Pen, so basic. Pen to paper. Yeah. I yeah. got into electronic journal journaling. I will confess Yeah. a long time ago, but then I heard over and over pen to paper and it does yeah. something to you. And you yeah. always recommend this to your clients. And we talk about this a lot, but yeah. 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 Write it down. Get it out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with the pen and the paper, I'm going to add in, get creative. Yes. And, and creativity, uh, we have Mari coming on the show. Yes, we uh, do. And we have this really great conversation. You're going to be looking forward to this conversation. But, you know, creativity is, you know, getting dressed funny or, you know, putting something different on, mm -hmm. uh, changing up your outfit, put, wearing a hat. Uh, creativity can show up in how you make your salad, mm -hmm. right? In the way you cook. Creativity could be wearing a different shade of lipstick. Mm -hmm. Oh my. 
you know, creativity is, it's all over the place. You could even get rocks and paint little eyes on them. How fun would that be? Yes, that would be cool. So creativity is, I'm big, like put that into the rotation on the calendar. I like that one. It's going in. It's definitely going in. Um, The other thing is, you know, if you're struggling, look at the people you surround yourself with the most, Mm. right? There's that saying, you're most like the top people you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah. When I started surrounding myself with people who were living the life that I'd always dreamed of or always wanted, mm-hmm. everything changed. Yeah, you know, 100%. and I always just think, whatever, like that's not true. Yeah. Um, and I slowly, I tried to hold on to those relationships, like the people who were partying every single night that I tried to hold on to that. But eventually what I found is I was actually being pulled into this new world and way of living. And I was like a sponge at that point. I'm like, okay, teach me more. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. matters, like community, we talk about it all the time. It matters who you surround yourself with. Yeah, it's true. And I'm going to go back to the reason why women drink, right? So why do we turn to alcohol? Why do we turn to these behaviors? Uh, because of that hungry, angry, lonely, tired, mm-hmm. right? That I, that I brought up. And then, you know, to combat that is just putting eat, putting good food, nourishing the body, yeah, nourishing the body at least three times a day, making sure that you're taking proper supplementation, mm-hmm. right? Really looking, you know, inside, putting nutrients inside. Yeah. That's all I have. That's, I don't know what else to do tomorrow. Otherwise I'm pretty doomed, you know, and I need to be living my best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, cause that builds resilience, right? Yes. I mean, yes. I, you know, since discovering my purpose, the, mm-hmm. the reason I wake up in the morning, everything's changed for me. It doesn't yeah. matter how hard things get for me. I used to, when I was in that dark place, you know, and that was a big part of why I drank is I couldn't see the light, but today I can be in that dark place and mm-hmm. I see the light. Like it sucks when I'm there. But I know it's going to get better today. There's no doubt for me that it's going to get better. I just know it now because it always does. Right. It does. As long as you don't pick up something that's going to hurt you. Exactly. Amen. Uh, Let's put a bow on this. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I want to say thank you for listening. Uh, We'd love to invite you over to the website. It's all jazzy now. Uh, And sign up for the newsletter where we send out a weekly uh, newsletter It's a lot of fun tips on living your best life. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. Thanks, Tamar. Thanks, Lane. See you next time, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Laughing Without Liquor. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Living in recovery can be a blast, and we are glad you're laughing without the liquor with us. We hope you'll join us again in the next episode. Until then, take care.